When we tolerate things, it's the act of tolerating that keeps us from creating the sort of energy that will allow us to bring in the things that we want through our intentions and our goals. Tolerating the stuff that is the opposite of how we want to feel, the goals that we have, the things we want to accomplish, that's what will keep us from getting there. And that's the topic of today's podcast. We know that you were born magical. We know that you are intuitive and we know that you are brimming with everyday enchantment. Here at the Sisters Enchanted, we believe in intention, we believe in intuition, and we believe in everyday magic. Welcome in to the Expedition to Soul podcast. Welcome into the Expedition to Soul podcast. I'm Sarah, founder of the Sisters Enchanted, and this is our 100th podcast episode under the Expedition to Soul podcast title. We've actually made many more podcast episodes. Our podcast used to be called Magic on the Inside. And when we changed the podcast name, we started back at zero for episodes. Now, in retrospect, I'm not sure why we did that because they're all in the same player. But this is our 100th episode of Expedition to Soul. And we have about 750,000 downloads now. We're trying to hit that million mark as soon as we can. So share this podcast with somebody who you think would like it. Be sure to leave us a review and rate us on Apple Podcasts if you use that as a podcast player, which our data tells us most of you do. Because those reviews and those um, ratings, they are the things that help us get suggested to other people. So be sure to do that. You can even rate us on Spotify, you know, all the places. We would love it. It means so much to us. Now, in this 100th episode, we are actually replaying for you part two of our most recent free backstage workshop series. Part two was all about the stuff you tolerate. Now, grab a pen and paper so you can take notes or just listen to this while you're going about your day, but you're going to have some great aha moments. Believe you me. So enjoy this one and let's get into it might be coming your way. This is workshop style. So grab a pen and paper if you don't have a pen and paper, because there will be a point where I give you the, (laughs) thank you, Rowan. I did Google that and tried and hours are toggled to on. So I think it's, I don't know, (laughs) some kind of webinar specific problem that I seem to be having. Uh, We are going to do this very workshop style. So you will leave here today having done an activity and moving uh, one step closer towards setting an intention that sticks. So we're going to go through all of this today in this workshop. Again, if you're just coming on, because it is just now 3.30, we are just getting started. And I see people just keep rolling on in here. I want to let everybody know we're working on getting the chat box up and running. I don't know what I did to make it not work, but it is not working. So we're waiting on that. You can ask questions, though, in the Q&A box. And I see that my, I think it's my brother-in-law is trying to fix this and he needs a passcode from me. So let me get (laughs) this passcode and then we will just kick this off and you all can use the Q&A if you have a question and then hopefully the chat box magically starts working and you can all say hello to each other and get to know who is here in the comments today because that's always the best experience when you can chat with each other in the comments. But for now, while we wait just one more minute for everybody to come in, I want to let you know this is part two of a four-part free workshop series. 
If you missed the first one, it's totally cool. I'm not going to obviously like do the whole thing again here today, but I am going to refresh what we did in part one. I'll give a quick uh, outline about what we did in part one. And then in uh, today, what we're going to do obviously today in part two, parts three and four are coming up. Part three is, I believe, next Sunday. And then part four is, I believe, March 9th. So we have a little bit of a gap in between that one. So if you did not watch part one, you still have plenty of time to go ahead and watch that video and get yourself totally uh, refreshed, reacquainted with that information so that you can have all the information and do all the workshop elements yourself. As this is a workshop, there's going to be, again, we're gonna take time to actually do some work today. So grab a pen and a paper if you don't have one. And because this is workshop, it's gonna be a little shorter than some of the other classes that I teach. Some of the other classes run a little longer. This one will definitely be shorter. Uh, and so for any of you who might be watching the Daytona 500 today, I am not a race fan, but I am right outside of Daytona right now. And there are, let me tell you, people just all over the place here for the race. And we know they're here for the race because they're dressed in like their racing garb and their matching shirts. And it's been really cool to see everybody sort of float in and get excited for that experience. All right, let's see here. Uh, Shannon is asking a question from last class, I think. Can the life focus be divided into categories? Uh, we, I can talk about that one a little bit more as we get on, but my answer, Shannon's, I think you're asking about like the three different focuses. Uh, it is my contention that the more you focus on, the less likely you are to succeed in bringing your intentions into being. So I would say find three, three things and then allow those three things to be your guiding light. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and share my screen here and officially get started while we still work on getting this chat box up and running for you. Now I've, now I've lost my share button. All right, here we go. Sharing the screen. Backstage, part two. What am I doing? Present. All right, there you go. Backstage, part two. So today's topic, tolerate less so you can set intentions that stick. How do you tolerate less so you can set intentions that stick? That's what we're gonna get into today. And I'll come back to that Q&A and I'll check on that intermittently. It's a little harder for me to follow that while I'm talking than it is to follow the chat. So I'll have to come back to the Q&A. We love to say, or my sister Anna, who's here today, welcome home, magic maker. Anna says it with this smile that just fills up a room and really makes you feel like you're coming home again. We've had over a thousand people join us in our holistic witchery program, our magic week program. And we know that what we do here at the Sisters Enchanted works. And we know that it's your time to shine. It's everybody's time to shine. So take what we're doing here, apply it to your life, and let's let that light just expand and radiate out of you because that is what you are born for here. If you are new to these parts, I think that a lot of people here today probably are at some level familiar with us. But if you are new here, a little information about who we are. Uh, we opened, opened our virtual doors in 2016 and have been lucky to bring in over 300,000 people through free classes just like this one here. Touched a lot of lives that way. 
We've had over 735,000 podcast downloads, and I'm really excited to hit the million podcast download mark really, really soon. So if you're a podcast listener of ours, go ahead and um, keep listening to those, download them, share them out with your friends and help us hit a million there. I've got out a book, Magical Self-Care, which has reached, uh, you know, just so many people. And again, changed so many lives here at the Sisters Enchanted. You'll see my face a lot. I'm going to interject. I think the chat box might be working. So if you want to throw a hello in there and let me know if you are able to say hi in the chat, that would be super helpful right now. Uh, and we have though more than me behind the scenes here at the Sisters Enchanted. There's a whole teaching team here. My sister is my right-hand person. I see it's still not working. <laughs> is my right-hand person and teaches in our programs along with several other teachers. And amongst between all of us, we bring a whole big breadth of experience, both in education and in life experience to everything that we do here at the Sisters Enchanted. And this year we'll have our Enchanted Journey membership open for six years, which I said last time in internet years, that's like like the dog years situation, you know, we're, we're, <laughs> we're old for an internet, a virtual community like that. And we're really proud of that. That's been going on for six years now. All right. Just want to be fully transparent about all the things we have coming up here at the Sisters Enchanted. We're running these backstage workshops for free right now. Again, there's four of them. This is number two. Starting March 13th, we are hosting Magic Week. That class is $27. It's over, we deliver it over a five-day time period. And uh, it is a program where you'll learn your expansion archetype and both how you, you sabotage and you create things into your life. Um, and for 27 bucks, less than like a drive-through run for a family of four now, <laughs> it is life-changing information. And I encourage everybody to consider joining us there. If you love Magic Week, the next step is Holistic Witchery, which opens uh, up later in March and we kick off March 27th. All right, how this works, how our workshop series works. Part one was last time, and that was what we called the dream. What we talked about in part one was why intentions fail due to us not knowing what we want, like truly not knowing what we want in our lives. And we don't know what we want because we don't, we don't know what that dream is. What we often think we want is tied to expectations from somebody else. It's some influenced by somebody else's story. So what we did last time was really do a little bit of visioning work. And we asked like, how do I see myself spending my time? Who am I spending my time with? What do my days look like? Uh, you know, what does it look like in the morning? What does it look like in the evening? We asked these questions and really thought like, what does my day look like? What does my future look like? What does this dream look like? What does it feel like? How do I feel in that dream? And that's just one step towards creating intentions that stick. We took it one level deeper and thought about three things in our lives that we could hold space for. And when we hold space for more than those three things, that's where you might start to feel overwhelmed, like you're juggling and not really getting anywhere. So distilling this down to three things is key to managing your energy in such a way that you can amplify the things in your life that you want to amplify. All right. Today, part two, we are talking about tolerating. Another reason why intentions fail is because we tolerate them failing. <laughs> <laughs> we tolerate our intentions failing. We tolerate not achieving our goals. We tolerate it. And that's what we are going to talk about today. I'm just going to check this Q&A here real quick. 
Uh, and check the, yeah, it looks like Anna's managing that over there. Thank you, Anna or Jenna, one of you is managing it. Oh, yay, our chat's working. Wahoo! <laughs> Chad, please tell everybody how to fix this for the future. I see Anna and I think Chad are both in here. <laughs> All right, I can focus a little more clearly now. I was like, what's going on in that Q&A? Um, so today we're talking about tolerating. Yay, thank you all for your patience there while we sorted that out. Before we continue on, we're going to divert a little bit here to talk about intentions versus goals. Yeah, let's do a round of applause for Chad. Yay, Chad. <laughs> Chad and Anna are over there. Uh, Anna's my right-hand person here at the Sisters Enchanted. She's my real-life sister, my co-founder. She is the head of our, our student experience here. We call her our chief experience officer. She oversees all of our internal operations. And Chad is our tech guy. And they are home right now with their 11-year-old, their two-year-old, and their two-month-old <laughs> moderating this call and also fixing my tech. So they deserve the big round of applause <laughs> on this day. Thank you both. I really appreciate it. All right. Intentions versus goals. Intentions are rooted in feeling. Goals are rooted in specific outcomes. So we set intentions to talk about how we want to feel, to know how we want to feel. And the goals are measurable, the measurable outcome of that. So you might want to feel rested. Well, what are the things you can do? You can take a nap, you can take a bath, you could read a book. You could hire somebody to organize your house so you don't have to do it and you feel rested, right? There's like infinite ways to feel a certain way. Um, so intentions are rooted in feeling. Goals are rooted in outcomes. They're the things you're doing to feel a way. But both come together in desire. You desire something. You desire a way of being. You desire a way of feeling. So we take this desire. How does it feel? What does it look like? And that's how we know what our intentions and our goals are going to be. So where it goes sideways, though, is that we set intentions, we make our goals, and then life happens. Um, we might say that it's family members, it's coworkers, it's people in our lives, it's situations like they or it are the reason why it can't happen, why we can't feel the way we want to feel, why we can't achieve our goals, or you simply just get sidetracked or you give up, right? So we set these intentions, then life happens, then we get sidetracked and we give up. It happens to all of us. <laughs> it happens to the best of us, <laughs> even under the most ideal circumstances, sometimes this happens. So what we're doing here in this workshop is taking the steps to help create intentions that stick, even when life gets chaotic, even when it feels like we can't achieve our goals, we are doing these things. We're understanding the vision and today we're understanding what it means to tolerate and how, when we know what we tolerate, we can change that so we don't get so sidetracked. All right, I told you this was fast and fierce today. We're almost already onto the workshop part. So what does it look like to tolerate and why is this so important in creating intentions that stick? Well, here's some definitions or that I, I just pulled from the good old internet. Tolerating, allowing the existence, occurrence, or practice of something that does not that you do not that one does not necessarily like or agree with without interference. So just allowing the existence of things that you don't like or agree with and not interfering to make them stop or change, right? Or the acceptance, or you accept or endure 
without taking action. So maybe you endure someone or something unpleasant or something you dislike and you don't take action. Now, the things that we tolerate can be really big or they can be really small. You might tolerate how somebody treats you and it's like a really big thing and it's not great. You might tolerate wearing pants that are just a little too tight. I know I've been there and it's just uncomfortable and you don't feel great in your body because of it. You might tolerate, um, you know, the paint color in your living room because it just feels too hard to paint it. But you might also tolerate a coworker who uh, maybe they're 40 minutes late to work, you know, every Thursday and you're always covering for them and, you know, but you're never late and that doesn't feel good. So tolerating can be a small thing. It can impact you specifically, or it can be a bigger sort of thing. But when we tolerate that is building within us resentment, it's, it's making us feel some kind of way. That's not the way that we want to feel. We're also focusing our energy then on these things that we're tolerating instead of the things that we desire to bring into our life so that we can feel the way we want to feel and set goals to get there. So if from part one, the vision for your life, maybe you, you know, like my, for me, example, for example, I want to spend time with my family. I want to spend time outside doing cool stuff. And I want to continue to grow the sisters enchanted. Like those are the three things that I hold the most space for my family being outside and growing the sisters enchanted. Now, if I think about what I'm tolerating, if I'm tolerating things that keep me away from that or that make those experiences feel really cruddy, then I'm not living in alignment with myself and I'm not going to set intentions that stick. So let's do the workshop part here. Grab your pen, grab your paper, and we're gonna do a little bit of jotting things down. If you consider how you want to feel, what does your future look like? What do you desire for yourself? Think about that and then consider what are you tolerating and how is it keeping you from feeling the way you want to feel? Now, you can go as deep as you'd like with this, but I think a list of 10 is a really good, solid place to start. What are you tolerating and how is it keeping you from feeling the way you want to feel? Let's make a list of 10 things here. So just for in case somebody missed it, what are you tolerating? And how is it keeping you from feeling the way you want to feel? Let's take a few minutes here. Hey, Paige. Hi, Hillary. And if you have some, you can totally shout them out in the chat there. Page says it's a nice day, sunshiny. I love that. All right. Again, what are you tolerating? And how is it keeping you from feeling the way you want to feel? All right. See some coming in. Lack of abundance, cannot afford it. Saying yes when I want to say no. Tolerating inaction, non-action. Tolerating pain, keeping you from feeling peace. Tolerating disrespect, keeping me from being the 
parent and changing the cycles, coworkers who don't respect office space, living poor, your husband, I call it right. I know my husband, he's on my list. <laughs> Procrastination, not sticking to my priorities, putting my life on hold. Right. Sister's negative attitude. So we got some things coming in here. I see some, some big ones, poor time management, unhelpful people that you pay, no routine. Hey, remember to think big and small. I love, I love these. These are, these are all things to consider. Also remember to consider the small things too, like that you might be tolerating. I don't know that you have a towel that's itchy. Yeah. You still use it. And every time you use it, you think I need new towels, but you just keep tolerating it. <laughs> the big things and the small things. Clutter in your home, lack of cadence or routine at work. Yeah. Self-doubt, only having clothes I hate, the ones that fit, tolerating my shower head, Nicole being dismissive of myself and my intuition because of what others have told me or may think of me. I love these. All right. So here's where we're going to, we, I want to really connect these dots, right? And I love this. You can keep them coming in, keep writing them down like 10 things. Told you today was going to be right to the point, right to the workshop part of this. So over the four workshops, remember, we're going to take all these steps to like background stuff we have to do, the backstage stuff before our intention takes center stage. So if you know that you have the intention to, uh, what are some some um, ideas here? I, you know, you have the intention to uh, feel productive in a day. I see making excuses, keeping from waking up early. So I'm just, I'm just ripping on this. But say you have the intention to feel productive. So one of your one of the ways you want to do that is wake up early, right? So maybe you hold space for your job, caring for uh, your pets, and then also like maybe your friend group, or if you are a parent, uh, it's your family, and then maybe you just like love your your friend group so much. And so it's your friend group, your family, and your um, your job, right? And so if your intention is to feel productive, but you're not waking up early, you're tolerating like staying up late because your partner won't turn the TV off at night, or you're tolerating the like flashing light outside your window that keeps you up all night, or you're tolerating uh, social media being on your phone. So you just don't put it down. All of these things you're tolerating, you might set the best of intentions, but these things you're tolerating are keeping you from setting it. So we looked at, well, how do I want to feel? What's my vision? Now, what am I tolerating? So once you start to weed through all of this, you see like, oh man, I'm going to set this intention. And I can see already that it's not going to stick because of these things that I'm tolerating. So we cast the vision. Now we're just already in advance, like, hey, I can see what's in the way. These are the things that are going to keep me from setting this intention that sticks. And you're already doing all of this background work to understand yourself. You're even doing shadow work right now. You're doing shadow work. You're calling yourself to the table. You're clearing things out and you're getting ready to set an intention that sticks. Yeah, so many here. So many good ones here. This is Sharon. Sharon is uh, one of our community members here at the Sisters Enchanted, and she shared with me recently that um, she I interviewed her. She's going to have a story and a book that I have coming out, and she said, I'd rather be me than have to be something for somebody else. And she said her biggest aha during her time at the Sisters Enchanted has been to learn how to do things in a way that aligns with who I truly am. Learn to consider if what I was about to embark on really fit with me in my life. 
And she said that Sisters Enchanted is all about personal choice. So one of the things I want you to consider when you're thinking about your vision, your future, the things that you're tolerating is, you know, your most authentic self, your highest, most authentic self, and how the things that you desire, your future vision, the intentions, the way you want to feel, how that aligns with who you are and not with how somebody else says you should be or not what the world around you says your life should look like or what you should be able to do, all these shoulds, right? How do you want to feel? And then what does that look like for you? Because so often what we tolerate, we tolerate because we feel like it's too hard to tell somebody no, or we feel like it's too hard to solve that problem or like we shouldn't be so displeased with it. So it's something about us. It's not a problem with the thing. It's a problem with us. Like it makes us a good person to tolerate these things. And really coming back to who you are, rather be me than having to be something else for someone else. Like I just want to highlight that 10 times over. So as you're looking at the list that you're creating about the things that you're tolerating, you know, what, how do they align with what you desire? What do they say about your truest, most authentic self? And how can you start to weed out some of these things that you're tolerating to make space for your intention to take center stage so you can create it into being in your life. Yeah, I love this not being my authentic self. Yeah, I just want to remind you if you love what we're doing here, come join us in Magic Week. It does start March 13th. Um but let me know here, are there any other things you're tolerating? Big things, small things, things that we can sort of give you some ideas and directions as to where to go here. Now I'm going to stop sharing my screen for just a moment so that I can pull up a piece of paper here and I can actually show you what this looks like in a different way to make it super, super workshoppy so that you can use it your own self. And then I'm going to tell you a little bit, oh my gosh, what I do a little bit about how the different expansion archetypes, this might work for you. So here's my, my very fancy pen and paper here. If you, your desire, right, is to feel, you want to feel, your intention is to feel like you have a peaceful home. So feel um, peaceful at home. Let's write that down. Feel peaceful at home. You probably can't read my handwriting. I need like a big thing. We want to feel peaceful at home, right? So we say, I'm going to feel peaceful at home. But then what happens is that the next day you wake up and there's like nothing peaceful about your home. The kids are fighting. You're maybe you're fighting with your partner. You didn't wake up on time. Now you're late to work. And then you come home and like nobody else helped clean up. Nobody else helped make dinner. And like not, just nothing feels peaceful about it. So as we say all this, this is all stuff that's being tolerated, right? So like we're tolerating uh, making dinner every day. We're tolerating, what else is being tolerated there? Going to bed too late, going to bed late. What else is being tolerated? Um, maybe like the maybe the bedroom temperature is not right for you to get a good night's sleep. Maybe one of the things you're tolerating is a job that's, an hour drive away. And so you can't ever be on time because the commute's too far. So now you're tolerating a job that is not in alignment with how you want to feel. And it's like taking a lot of your time, right? So what we can see here is that we want to feel a certain way. This is the intention. And you can quickly start to identify all the different things in your life that you're tolerating that are going to keep you from this intention. And when you do this, this is actually a great exercise to do like right now, 
because to tomorrow is a new moon. So we're in that new moon energy and we set intentions at the new moon. So when you already know like, oh goodness, what am I tolerating? That's going to keep me from there. This can help you to set a, a, an intention that's actually going to stick for you because you might see like, okay, feeling peaceful at home. Well, that might feel kind of hard because of all this stuff I'm tolerating. So instead, maybe I want to feel like just pick one of these things and say like, okay, I want to feel um, relaxed at bedtime and get really specific about it. Okay, I want to feel relaxed at bedtime. And then the things that you're going to deal with are going to bed too late, the bedroom temperature. And like, that's a tangible intention. That's something that you can work on and work towards feeling that way more immediately because you've looked at like, what is going to keep me from getting there based on what I'm tolerating. All right, I'm going to share with you how the expansion archetypes, though, tolerate. So in Magic Week, which starts the 13th, if you want to join us there, again, it's only 27 bucks, 10 out of 10 recommend you register for it. How tolerating impacts the archetype. So every single person here, all of us, we have all of the expansion archetypes within us. Your expansion archetype is both how you expand and how you sabotage. So the energy of your archetype, it's the thing that really allows you to be creative and have your personality and be who you are, but it's also how you're going to get in your own way and thwart all of the desires from coming into your life. But we, we all have the, all the archetypes, but we each have one typically that's like mostly in the driver's seat at any given point in time. Now, if you want to learn yours, you can join us in magic week and you'll learn yours and you'll get all these videos over the week, like learning about your archetype and diving more into it. But for those of you who already know your archetype, because we've had like 1100 people take this class and they know what their archetype is, the mappers, if you're a mapper, you won't really realize that you're tolerating because you might be looking to somebody else. Like you might just be looking to anybody to be like, well, what's the right way? <laughs> and how do I, like, I don't even realize I'm tolerating because I'm just looking for somebody else to kind of like plot the course for me. Um, a wanderer will probably just like brush it under the rug <laughs> and move on to something else. Won't say like, oh, I'm not gonna tolerate this. I'm not going to deal with this. Like a wanderer might just like, okay, let's just pretend this isn't happening and we're going to move on to the next thing so that I'm going to avoid the thing I'm tolerating until I have to tolerate something else and then move on from that too. Adventurers, adventurers may struggle to see what they're tolerating until they untangle themselves from a situation. So an adventurer might get so intertwined into the workings of people or an outcome or just the thing that they're invested in that they can't actually tell that they're tolerating something because they're so invested in whatever it is that's going on. Uh, dreamers, dreamers will work on that. If only I do this, then this will change. <laughs> dreamers are like, uh, I, I love, I love the dreamer energy. And it's actually our smallest group of people are dreamers here from what we've found in the past, but dreamers will really like just say, instead of saying, well, I'm not going to tolerate this, like no more, I'm going to move on from this. A dreamer might say, if only I can do this one thing, if only I can do this one thing. And instead of putting a hard stop on what they're tolerating, they might just keep, well, if only, and then the thing they're tolerating never really goes away. And then the seers, the seers just will or won't, right? Uh, and then they might make like a snap abrupt change. <laughs> like they'll just tolerate, tolerate, and then they won't or they just period won't tolerate at all. And sometimes when we're tolerating something, 
you know, we also get to learn information about that thing, which might change us in the long run, right? Uh, and then decide what we will and won't tolerate. But a seer might make a snap judgment. I'm like, nope, this, I just heard this one piece of information, not going to tolerate. I don't want to know anything else. Or they might tolerate, 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 and then hard stop and totally switch the other way around. So Pam says, haven't taken the quiz yet, but I think I sound like a dreamer and a wanderer. Yeah, we all have all of these things within us. So this, you know, you could do any of these, um, like any of these could represent you at any point in time, but there's typically one in the driver's seat. So I am very neck and neck, a wanderer and adventurer is my archetype. And that is definitely me. Like I will brush stuff under the rug <laughs> and just keep like moving forward. Like it's not happening until I just can't, you know, <laughs> until I just can't anymore. Um, and then the adventurer part being like not seeing what they're tolerating until they're untangled. That does impact me with my like my family life. Often I have to like really step back and see like, oh my goodness, this is something I shouldn't be tolerating, but I've been so in it that I didn't notice. But I definitely present as the wanderer more and more for what I'm tolerating. All right. So to recap, how do you want to feel? We think about this based on future vision. How do you want to feel throughout the day in the future when you don't feel that way right now? We want to hold space for that vision, hold space for that future, and to set that as an intention. And we often don't stick to our intentions and we don't make progress on them because we tolerate the things that keep us from that intention, right? We tolerate the things that keep us from feeling the way we want to feel and achieving our goals. I, and you all just saw the archetypes. If you join us in Magic Week, we do have this bonus planning organizer that's in Magic Week. It's in the class portal for anybody who's already in Magic Week. You just sign in over at the, the Sisters Enchanted School of Magic.com, log in, and it'll be there. And on Monday at noon Eastern, I'm going to do a live stream where I'm going to talk through how to use this. So if you register before then, you will be in for that workshop. All right, our next stop on this journey, let's go back to our next stop on the journey so we can recap where we're going, where we've been. Our next stop on the journey will be next Sunday, and we're going to talk about sacred space. Intentions fail because we don't treat our environment and ourselves as sacred. So again, these are all the background steps we have to do before we set an intention that sticks. The vision, what we tolerate, calling that right to the table. And next week, we're going to talk about sacred space. All right, fast and fierce, just like I said it would be. Uh, I hope you have a list of things that you're tolerating. <laughs> and I hope that you are going to take that list and take some action on it between this week and next week. So when you come next week, you're like ready for the next step, because by the end of all of these four, you will have a clear pathway as to how to set an intention that sticks for you. And then if you want to join us in Holistic Witchery later at the end of March, we're going to teach you how to set intentions and create a rhythm of expansion in your life using all kinds of modern mysticism tools, positive psychology, and just like the, the brilliant icing on the cake. Um, but right now we're putting all the ingredients together. Does anybody have any questions about the vision or about this idea of finding the things that you tolerate that are keeping you from feeling the way you want to feel? That's what I'll do for you now. Answer any questions you might have about that. So I'll stick here for a minute because we did go right through this today. 
And if anybody wants to learn more also about that holistic witchery class, I'll pop that link here in the comment box too. The chat ski box, everyone, everyone. You can learn more there. Let's see, Karen says, so helpful looking at these issues from these different perspectives makes so much sense. Yes, yes, yes. Paige, it's so great to see you. Um, Randy, I'm gonna go over that intention sheet tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern time. And that's gonna be a live stream in the Magic Week group in the Sisters Enchanted app. I'll also have an announcement for everybody. Um, it's a kind of techie announcement but that's going to go down also. And I'm going to go over that worksheet for you as well. Cool. Shannon says the session has answered a few questions on my part. Audrey's registered for all the things. Y'all, I've been on Zoom calls all day and my voice is starting to go kaput. <laughs> it's kaputski on me. Cynthia says, um, so helpful. Thank you. Thank you, Cynthia, for being here. I appreciate you being here. And I got to a little bit of a rocky start. So I appreciate everybody hanging out with me through that, uh, for sure. And yes, Sharon, there'll be, you can watch the video replay on that. Always, always we'll do that. I always tell my kids at, um, this is a little sneak into, but I was going to say always, always, no matter what for the replay, but my kids and I say that we say, uh, I, I love you always, always, no matter what. <laughs> All right, let's see here. I think that, oh, I've got two questions. So Anna's pasting one into me, I think. Yeah, I see that. Thank you, Anna, for reminding me to check that Q&A. So Don's asking, what if 95% of things you're tolerating are things you cannot change? Ah, Don, are you in holistic witchery? Because <laughs> we talk about this stuff in there. Um, the one thing you can change is you, right? That's, the, that's literally the only thing you can change. You cannot change like anybody else. You can't change many circumstances. You can change yourself and your relationship to circumstances. So that is a, it's a long process for sure. Um, tolerating things you cannot change is not something that happens overnight, but you really have to focus on what you can change. So you can change your reaction to something. You can change how you'll tolerate it. Like if you're tolerating it, you know, what does it look like to not tolerate it? So in my life, I'll give an example. If you're new here, if you're new to these parts over the years, we've been doing this for almost seven years now. And over the years, those of you who've been here for six years, you've been in the background, seen the, seen the behind the scenes stories I share about my marriage, my relationship. Uh, and there's certainly things in my life that I would say, I would have said, you know, even two, three years ago, that I would say, well, my husband, like he does these things, we're in this circumstance and I can't change him. But simply by changing how I reacted to different things that were happening, how I perceived myself as being responsible for things, really when you feel like I can't do it because of these external circumstances, the only thing you can do is come back to yourself. And what does it mean for you to do that? Does it mean changing your circumstance? Does it mean having a really hard conversation? Um, does it mean, you know, I don't know, changing something about the environment, the location, the things you can control? Because that's really the thing about tolerating is that we're tolerating things happening and what we can control is not tolerating. But sometimes that can look really hard and look like making a really hard choice, whether it's at work or home. Um, you know, like whatever that is. <laughs> and Christy's saying, sometimes you just got to say, so what also? 
Yeah. And I think that too. So another thing I talk about, we're getting into like a Thera Sisters Enchanted TED talk here. But another thing that I talk about is really just expectations. So when you have an expectation of something that is outside the realm of the person or the situation, that they don't have capacity to meet that expectation, you're automatically going to be disappointed. Uh, And again, I can relate to this. I'm the operate owner operator of the Sisters Enchanted. I'm a homeschool mom. um, And I, you know, I'm the sole breadwinner in my family as well. Uh, What else do you need to know about me to to make this point? I have uh, really bad anemia, adenomyosis, which means when I have my menstrual cycle, it's pretty much just like a disaster situation. Uh, So I have that going on. I have ADHD. Like there's a lot working against me, right? And I can also be like a control person. Like I, I want to know how things are going to be. And a lot of my, in the past, marital strife came from setting an expectation to, for my husband that he didn't have the capacity to meet. Now that doesn't mean that I just let him off the hook for things, but it means changing my conversation, changing the way that I respond to things, changing my expectation, right? And uh, understanding how to meet a person where their capacity is. And then once they're, once a person is met at their capacity, eventually theirs will grow. And you think about that with your own self too. You know, if somebody puts something on you that you just can't do, like you don't know how to do it. You're like, this is too hard. It's too overwhelming. Well, if somebody gives you scaffolding, like one step, one affirmative statement about it, your capacity grows a little bit. And then you get a little more and your capacity grows. But we see this with other people and we just can't hold space for that. So I think uh, the comment, like, sometimes it's just like, it is what it is. So what? And sometimes we just have to say like, that is just how it is. And we have a decision to make. Are we okay with that? Or are we not? And sometimes we are, and sometimes we're not. And then that's just, that's a decision. That's just a decision. Uh, <laughs> Beth, holistic witchery, we change our lives one eye at a time. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. Um, let's see here. Just checking out here. But I'm so glad, Christy, you said that. Sometimes you just got to say, so what? So that is so true. So, so true. Uh, I have had to, as the working parent in my house, but the person who also is like, no, I don't want the kids doing this or eating this or watching this. I've really had to say, so what? Like they're not going to be damaged because of these things that the people who are caring for them while I work or like their decisions, like my kids are fine. (laughs) I really had to say, so what? And just free myself though, also of the stress of that. And there's some things that I won't tolerate. And so when I have um, like a caregiver, who's not, who's really not live with, who's really not living our values. I don't tolerate that. Right. I'll say like, no, like you're paying, you're being paid to help watch the kids. These are the values. I need you to live within them. Um, I need you to like, to babysit them within these values, you know, that I won't tolerate, but other instances, I just say, so what, so what, so what, uh, yes, for sure. And then as Sharon's saying, you know, the other, the pendulum swings the other way too. capacity decreasing due to health issues, aging for sure. Um, yeah, deal breakers for sure. Yes. Yes. So much to think about. Ah, I got ideas for days. Anyway, <laughs> that is enough for this day. If you want to dive into some more, you can always look back at past episodes of our Expedition to Soul podcast. And we're getting so close to a million downloads. So the Expedition to Soul podcast, there's lots of good stuff on there. Until we meet again next Sunday, we're going to gather back next Sunday to talk about sacred space, 
both in your environment and you as sacred space, because you are the most sacred space that you can hold for anything. So the vision, what you're tolerating, that's where we are so far in our journey to creating intentions that stick. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Expedition to Soul podcast, episode number 100. Uh, We just released this podcast under the new name about a little less than a year ago. So 100 episodes in less than a year. Not too shabby, I'll say. Be sure to share this with a friend and like, subscribe, leave ratings, all that good stuff. And go back through the last episode of the podcast and this one today and think about, you know, what is your vision and what are you tolerating that's not allowing you to craft that vision into being? Because we can make all the magic in the world. We can do all of the sort of manifesting stuff and the crystal grids and ask questions of tarot till the sun comes home. But if we aren't doing the work of creating the room for the things we want, it just won't happen. All right, everybody, thank you for being here. And until next time, I hope that you have an enchanted rest of your day ahead. If you liked this episode of the Expedition to Soul podcast, please rate, review, subscribe. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, it will really help us spread everyday magic, intention, and intuition to the masses and helps us so much as a small business. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcasting platforms. You never miss an episode. As always, thank you so much for listening and being part of the community here at the Sisters Enchanted, and we'll see you in the next episode. 